so hey guys I am on my way back from Shocker's gig I'm in my car because didn't go to the after party because my phone died <laughs> and I had to get charged so we went back to Jules' hotel and we haven't seen each other for two years and tonight's um, the gig was absolutely amazing amazing people um, but it was emotional and like through the thing I was trying not to cry because you know it's public and you just try to hide it and hold it together so you don't look like a twat but there was many people crying it was very emotional and given his situations at the moment with um, his mum passing and a few other people that were there tonight to, you know shocker stories are just so <coughs> um, what's the word like it fucking hits you, hits you in your heart, and it stirs a lot of fucking emotion. And when you don't, you don't realise you've not been dealing with certain things. And I've literally like Jules is fucking amazing. Like I met her at um, Shocker's gig, the first one, and it was the first time I seen Shocker. And me and Jules just clicked and I literally love her and I feel so shit that I haven't kept up with um, certain things like with Shocker, like especially with what he's going through. Like I didn't realize that Double had a baby now, which I'm like, how am I missing this shit? So I feel like, oh my God, just a bit shit. Just, you know, when you just feel like you should be doing better. And then just speaking to Jules about fucking a bit of everything, really. Um, yeah, literally just fucking, whoa, there's a lot of emotion and a lot of shit just came out. And it's just so nice and relief, like a relief to like, even though I'm here crying, I'm fine. And I'm so, so happy that I actually came tonight. My anxiety didn't get to me. Thank, like, my lucky stars that um i had such a good friend to be a babysitter because i have literally no one to help out with shit in my life where i live because either there's no one that's that reliable i don't like i don't have anybody that i can trust or that i can ask for for help like there, there may be like one or two people to ask for help but in the sense of asking to babysit for me or I don't like asking for help I'm a girl that's always fucking deal with my shit and I'll deal with myself I don't ask no one for nothing so then nothing can get taken away from me nothing can be checked back in my face like I've done it for me and I'm doing me and I'm fucking strong ass woman but fuck me like some things it's just so fucking hard and then when you realize that you've been in a place where you, one you don't trust anybody or two you can't be yourself because people are just shitty ass people or 
they just take the piss or take advantage or fucking lie or be shady or use shit to their own advantage and it's proper proper like put me back in myself especially when it comes to my mental health because I don't want to be talking about it being that girl or you know this that and the other and then it's like when I first started or like before I started I felt like I was a burden I felt like I was too emotional because these are things that I've always been told and then today like just coming here and seeing shocker and double and every like the, the people that started off my podcasting like the people that made shit important to me made me see things a bit different like John was someone that showed me myself in a different in a different way and oh I need to go straight on and um he showed me shocker so I will forever be grateful forever be grateful to him for just showing me oh where's this way to showing me oh my god have I just turned on the wrong road no I haven't just showing me that it's okay to go through shit and have to deal with it and have to deal with your own shit and we all have shit and it's we need to talk about it we need to put it out there and fuck the people that go against you or do shit things to you or make you feel you're crazy or you're to this or to that or there's something wrong with you because it's fucking not it's not that it's I'm not fucking crazy to have emotions and to I don't want to hide away from my like shit anymore like I don't I want to be the person that when I moved when I was moving to London like although I was in really bad shitty like places when I was back home like my whole reason this fucks me up like I love everybody back home I really do more than anything because they're my family they're you know my friends my best friends but sometimes even though they know it, it was hard for me they just don't get it like if I did not move I wouldn't be here like I was fully even though I've got a child and I hate to say this I was fully ready to give up because I couldn't do it anymore and I felt like he would you know it was always before oh you know I've got I I feel too bad for my family because I'd be putting so much pain on them or my son and things like this and then I got to the point like what what if he's actually better off without me and I know that's really shit but that's how I felt and that's why I had to move because I couldn't I was being suffocated by the trauma in my fucking head and this shit just stays with me and I just it's so hard to go through normal life and just try to build up shit and just be normal when you're not fucking normal because everything you learn from such a fucking young age before you're even developed as a girl before you're even 
know yourself as a, a person you know parts of you but you're still a very fucking young child and I think especially since moving but like with my son's age I now see things like he's nine so shit was going on with me when I was seven and um those ages like the last two years I've seen that and I'm like how how can someone do that to someone that's a child that doesn't doesn't fucking understand this shit and doesn't like I see the innocence of my son and I just think you're so so young and so precious and innocent and like I just don't understand it like I see things with him and I'm just like you're my baby and I don't know how anybody can do that to your fucking child and I just don't fucking get it and I'm just oh it's just so fucking much so I fucking moved I moved and I'm I, I, I won't go back because I can't deal with this shit Um, the shit that I've oh maybe it fucking was that I don't know I think I just turned down the wrong road for fuck's sake no, I don't know it's still sort of saying I'm on that road maybe I'm not on the wrong road I don't know I'm saying I've got to turn off now there's no turn I've gone on the wrong fucking road for fuck's sake oh you kidding me I can't turn all this way around again Oh, my diddy diddy donuts. <sighs> but fucking... Yeah, feeling very emotional, but very, very, like... I've just... I've just been comfortable to be around someone that I know... Loves me for me. Cares about me. Actually, truly cares about me. No bullshit. No lies. And gives me the space to be me and actually listens to me and like I don't know cares it's just and you know what like having that hug from Shocker and seeing him so sh so fucking strong when <laughs> his mum's just passed and the shit that he's, he's going through and the fact that he just maintained and was absolutely like strong as fuck, so fucking strong to even be continuing right now like doing what he's doing getting his headline done and that his mum would be so fucking proud of him so so proud of him and just it amazes me when you see people like that and I just I just think sometimes luck I don't, not even luck like I, you know when you think you got it bad and then you just think like I, I'm lucky to have been through the shit that I've been through and not go through all the other shit um
just like come out. because I'm going to see Jules again tomorrow. What? I don't even know if that's the road that I... Oh, what the fuck is going on, man? I don't even know how to get home right now. <sighs> oh, shit in hell. Like, I feel so... I don't know, overwhelmed in a sense because I wasn't expecting all this emotion to come. But like, Shocker's music and just the whole fucking show was amazing, absolutely amazing. But his music, like, it's really hard sometimes. Like, at one point I was just like, this is really weird because normally I'm in my kitchen crying, singing my little heart out, you know? Nah. Oh, so I've got to go up that road now. What? There's no left turn, but I want to go right turn. Fucking, I don't even know. I'm a little bit like gutted that I didn't go to the after party because I feel like I've let a couple of people down by not being there. And it would have been really nice. Like I felt like, oh my god, I'm out on a Sunday, and it's so weird because I don't. I never have a babysitter, I never have someone to help me in that sense, so like, Travis obviously sees his dad and stuff, but that's different, and like, even that, I don't do anything, I don't, but then it's my way of protecting myself, because I don't want fucking dickheads in my life, and given a few situations that's happened since 
one main situation since I lived in my house that I just can't take I, one I don't know I, this how can I don't know if you have no no memory of something how do you fucking deal with it how do you get over it how do you process it how do you deal with it like and a couple of people have kind of said did it even happen is it just bullshit and the way my head is is i'm like do you know like i i actually feel that might be true because i have nothing in my brain about it and i I just it scared the fuck out of me because I have no recollection so if it happens there's not one bit of memory not one not even you know you just know you know like your nights and even if you don't remember all your nights you do remember certain things and this is there's nothing and when I say nothing I mean nada Nada, 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 nada. Am I supposed to go this way? I think. Yeah, I think so. And then what? I've got to go around that. For fuck's sake. But it's just made me even. Like, I. I isolate. That's what I do. Um, but I do it so well that. And make it very difficult for myself to get anywhere like get back out there let people back in but i know i know for one it affects my not only me and my mental health but my son and his mental health like just seeing how happy he was to have my friend michael come and just how he was talking to him he was excited to have you know it's a man around my son's not used to that um, because I don't have anybody in my house literally I've just um, you know made a friend that um, the kids go to school together like we go to the gym now so it's kind of like positive you know a positive friendship it's positive for the kids to have um, oh shit I need to be in that lane come on move over being so late but it was pure my phone died so I was trying to get charged my phone actually didn't charge properly so I'm literally bouncing on my red just hoping that my sat nav gets me home I'm not far now though at eight minutes so that's good but it's definitely I don't know put my brain into all different areas I wasn't expecting today um, and it's really weird because I had such an amazing night and like just having a fucking like a hug with Shocker do you know what I mean and then it was nice to see John's little face and just makes me appreciate like those people that I'm remembering like they go through they they're dealing with so much themselves 
but have so much strength and it's just empowering it's inspiring and obviously meeting new people that are involved in stuff um like really positive that i'm now going to check out um like through you know check out their stuff um a couple new artists on my watch list now which is amazing because i really did have an amazing night but a lot of them a lot of emotion like i can't even imagine what shocker is going through even though he's probably so happy and proud that he's done it and you know have an amazing night but I'm, i can imagine it must be so difficult for him right now and that's that's inspiring just to think that you're you're just getting on with it but in such a positive way and you're going through like one of the worst things you can go through and if not the worst thing you can go through like losing your mum when your mum's your everything but then you're there being strong for everybody else and you know putting this message out and just giving people fucking strength giving the people strength and seeing the people that were there that he's like um London sometimes like literally this is fucking mad uh oh I'm No, just it's just that I'm probably gonna sit there and cry myself to sleep because I'm just so emotional right now. I think definitely like this is like goodness of today and then oh, what's this road? No, no, not this road. And then and then just the the comfort. And you know when you just not felt like it's so difficult to fight. Sometimes it's really hard to feel like anybody gives a shit about you. Like honestly gives a shit about you. Like without no intentions, with no ingen with no agenda, without you know, no one taking the piss or taking advantage of you or manipulating you or your you know using your vulnerabilities or whatever um just having someone that actually you know it's in their heart to just a good person in there a good person for you and it's been such a long time since i've felt i've had good people around me so long like always isolate myself but fuck a doodle do moving to London was a ha uh, can I town straight up please where are you going mate cause yeah you just go that way then I don't know where the fuck I'm going 
so so fucking grateful but I just feel so emotional right now like I don't know it's just a lot I think it's unexpected a lot's come out where I've not I think where I've not had therapy and stuff like since I've been here which has been really fucking difficult really really difficult I've not had a safe space to talk and actually be listened to like people listen for what they want to hear what what they can achieve out of that or from getting knowledge or like people just wanting knowledge out of you like information and just to have such it just feels like such a relief at the same time did not expect all of that to come out and yeah, like not taking um I don't know, just literally my mind just gone. Oh my days, I just feel I don't know, but I feel more coming out of this evening like I'm gonna do more with my podcasting I'm gonna get back to that I'm talking about my fucking health and shit because I need to and it's not bad it's healthy it's fucking it's just really good but I have just arrived now so I need to relieve my babysitter and go and fucking get away these tears but I had the an amazing evening with an amazing bunch of people and really really was amazing because these people are just genuine people that go through shit deal with this shit and don't always get it right but they're giving the right message they're not 
you know, some people out here are fucking giving a bullshit message. But that is just a quick podcast of my drive home rambling after such an amazing, amazing headline show of Shocker. So again, anybody that doesn't know him, I think most people that know me know know of Shocker. Anybody that doesn't, please, Shocker Artist on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, everything. Go check him out and just be nosy at the, the people that he's talking about or the people that he's sharing because they are amazing people too and with such positive good messages so please go check them out and you will be hearing from me soon because I feel more inspired from having these brilliant people around me this evening love you goodbye so I'm in I'm in my house I have Michael has just left because his work in the morning so and it literally he was so I feel so blessed to have him as a friend because he was just like, no, we're cool. Like, if there's next time, if there's an after party, just let me know. I'll stay or my miss, like his missus will come and stay. And then I can go. And I'm like, wow, are you, are you sure? Like, he's like, yeah, like, Travis is fine. That's fine. As long as he's free, he doesn't mind. Like... And obviously today, like, because we didn't know about the after party um, till a little later. It wasn't something that was organised beforehand. But, like, I just think to just come in and not have, oh, you're late or where have you been or something like that or, I don't know, I just, you know when you just, you think the worst, you expect the worst, you think, oh my god, people are going to be pissed off with me, I've let someone down, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, and actually, that was just all in my head, it was fine, it was literally amazing, amazing, with my child, my, I've just gone up, like, I'm literally, in my socks, pants, and my dressing gown, (laughs) I'm about to make a cup of tea, Feel like they've had a bit of a pizza party here because there's like four boxes of pizza <laughs> which all seem to have pizza in um so they've definitely had a good evening i am just making myself a cup of tea because i've not actually had a cup of tea since <sighs> i don't know probably like friday daytime or something no, maybe not even Friday. No, maybe Thursday. For me, which is amazing, because I'm a proper, like, British gal. <laughs> Love my tea. Love my cuppa. Um, but I... Yeah, so I'm going to have one now and fully enjoy it. But I'm really trying to figure out my IBS, of what's triggering me, what's giving me certain symptoms, what is it that I shouldn't be eating. Um my common denominator is milk and sugar um which i know that i've got issues a lot of issues with like my health like health things at the moment which really affect just the running of my body really to be honest like just the eat just the eating disorder i think like doing it to myself for so long so many years for as long as I can remember, like literally 
majority of my life. Um, it weighs out all the shit is more of my life than the good. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I've got a lot of good things in my life, but there's been a lot of stuff that's, like, a continuous thing. But I just feel... (laughs) I'm going to have a fucking cup of tea and really fucking enjoy it right now. I'm tired. I'm so tired. And I just feel... That emotion's probably been stored inside me for... Like a good a good year of stuff here like but even this went back like more than the last year some of the stuff um like just generally chatting with Jules you know what it's like and you get chatting you have like I haven't seen her for two years it's definitely never going to be that long again because She's amazing. She's just amazing and gives you strength, but it's caring and just, I don't know, just, you know, when someone's just a good person and they're just so themselves and so just real with you. And oh my God, it's been so long to feel someone like being real with you not fucking you know some people are just I don't know even fucking it's funny because people don't fucking speak to you or whatever but they're damn sure watching your shit and they're like you just see certain things and I just think, you know what, these people, like, you can't support, you can't be decent, but you want to sit and watch and be, yeah, I don't know why, if you ain't supporting me, like, fuck off, literally, fuck off away from me, and when I say supporting me, I don't mean, like, paying for shit, doing shit for me, anything like that. I just mean being a good being a good person and this is the thing. I'm so like I'm not fucking crazy to be thinking like people around here are dickheads because they fucking are. They literally like they don't know loyalty. This is the thing that gets me. People do not know loyalty. <laughs> and some people come off like great or some people are like the bestest of mates. Mate, they're all dogging on you. They're all doing shit behind your back. There's shit that people don't even fucking know that people are doing to them. And that's the thing. I think sometimes I'm just too aware. I pick up on, like, behaviours. I pick up on, you know, when someone's energy's changed, like, their behaviours change, how they're presenting themselves changes. Like, things like this, and I just think... I don't know. And then it, you get, like, tonight, you're filled with a room of people that are there for the same reason. They're for, one, their own, like, personal journey and their personal, like, health, their mental health, their their healing process. 
and some of the things that people are going through or like how say shocker is inspired people like there was you know somebody that was just spoke to by shocker and you could just this lady was upset but she was happy but upset and like I said it was very emotional night very like you know some things just really hit home and when you're in a public space like that and you feel everybody's like not necessarily pain but you you feel you feel them you feel like they're they're either so passionate or their pain or their journey where they've how far they've come and shit like that it's just it's so so powerful like seeing this lady I didn't know this lady at all but seeing like her facial expression seeing like her body language you could just tell that she's really had some struggles and now she's in such a better place by you know that she traveled you know traveled and stuff so it was just really amazing to see how people are progressing and how like obviously it's probably not just one person but in the sense of like shocker he changed my life you know my days like that that was really hard I was like I'm crying a minute mate I'm gonna cry like to Jules because I was just like "Mm." and because I'm standing in public I've got so used to it again trying to hide that block that and I think because I found things so difficult here since moving just in the sense of trust types of people types of ways of life I suppose um you know obviously you come across shitty people met a few of them um and then there's people that you think are really good and then they turn out to be shitty people (laughs) so it's yeah it's just fucking hard but when you see all these like good people that have gone through what they go through and then how they're changing people's lives like I don't know it's just amazing it's such amazing work and I wish I could inspire and help people even like one percent of what shock does because I do not know how he is so strong I really don't, and I bet, like, there's many times that he thinks he's not. But literally having a room full of people that you've inspired, that you've saved some of their lives, that you've saved them from these really, really dark places. And I bet half of the people that he saved or, like, helped or saved in some sort of way, he doesn't even know because I bet a lot of people keep certain things to themselves because with all this shit you don't want to be a burden you don't want to put your shit on someone else you don't want to seem like you know or like things are so bad when you know other people are going through like things you wouldn't imagine like you know but I would never like I wouldn't even know what to do like without my mum and no like I'm thinking like being this sort of age and losing my mum I don't even know my mum's like 
my mum can drive me crazy but she's my best friend and she's you know I, she's the person that I know will have my back because she's my mum and she will do anything for her kids regardless of anything she will always be there for us and just to think that he's just gone through such a long period of time of his mum being in like with illness and suffering and then it's like one of his songs like says about it and it was played tonight but I just heard it so different because when I heard it before his mum was poorly and going through these things but now she's passed and the song just hits so different and seeing him standing on stage and not falling apart I just think hats off to this fucking guy because whatever's inside him is pure fucking gold it really is like just so fucking amazing and I would just love to have half of his fucking talent and I don't mean it like singing and rapping and stuff because I definitely can't do that side of life but in the sense of mental health and inspiring and helping people, I would just love to, you know, give, just give someone just a percentage of that because I see how he's changed so many lives. And this is why I'm like, because of him and John, that's why I started my podcast because I, Seen, I then seen myself that I've never seen myself before, and it it gave me strength. It was like someone gave me a perspective, you know, like a, a perspective of myself that I'd never seen, and that that will stay with me for my whole life, and I will be forever, ever grateful. And literally, since the day I've heard of Shocker, I have, you know, I want everybody to listen to him. I want people to know who he is listen to his stuff and even come in a way there's certain things that I didn't know and I just feel like a shitty person because I'm not kept up with certain things and I'm not maybe I don't know like focusing on other areas or something or like focusing on things that maybe I'm I'm thinking that is a massive thing here or there or whatever but really I'm focusing on maybe the wrong things and I've just got a I think like doing the modeling as well has put a bit of a spin on things because it is a whole different type of audience and sometimes the audience isn't always as um as how do you say it's not always wanted like attention or like you know people can they see a sexy picture and they think oh you you know this that or the other and sometimes it's so different from that like my my modeling is purely to say that I can be strong I can be sexy I can be half naked whatever that doesn't give no one the right i it doesn't make any difference to my who i am as a person like it's about me getting the power back of myself feeling 
better about myself and my body and through my whole life everything's been like on a sexual level of some sort and to feel that you've never had power even when you feel like you're strong or you're you know sure because in the sense of that you have like oh yeah i'm strong like fuck it right you have your you you then have a front you have this built and me i've still got that i don't know whether it's my front or like the me but sometimes it's such a fight to figure out what part of my brain i'm like is this my head and my heart is this fucking another personality is this is this just the trauma? Is this what? I don't fucking know. Like, it's so confusing. And it's so confusing to, like, not know your own mind. And especially, like, with what happened last year. You're making me... It makes me, like, the fact that anybody that knew the situation did not give a fuck one slight. Not even to ask me the story, to ask how I was or what the facts were, or anything like that, I, is beyond me, because I don't understand how people even think that is normal. Um, you know, like, certain parts of that situation do- doesn't make sense, and even to person that knows the person has said, well, that doesn't make sense. Thank you. That's the only, that is... That's the only, like, confirmation from anybody that someone's listened to me. Because to people, like, some of the people involved really should have fucking, you know, like, spoke to me. And, you know, if wanted to know anything, asked me. Or fucking just generally just... And now it's all coming out because now I'm like... If that happened, it's so fucked. But in the sense that my mind... It's not even in my mind. It's not there. When I say it's not in my mind, not like I've blanked it out, not like I've forgotten it or anything. I have no physical recollection of any part of that situation or that evening. So I don't... I don't know. And then this is where people are like, did it even happen, though? Can you actually say it happened? And I can't. Because there's nothing. And it fucks with me. Because then I think... Can I even trust... trust? It's not that I don't trust myself. It's like... One, can I trust what these people are saying? Because two, no one's actually spoke to me... About, like... Not even the person. has Like... I don't even know what happened. Like, or what apparently happened. It just not. There's so many things that don't make sense, and I just I can't I can't get my head around it. And I think that's before I was like in a hole. If I don't think about it, if I don't talk about it, but it's hard to talk about because I can't process it because I don't know. Like I'm very unsure whether it even fucking happened, and if that's the case, it wasn't even about me. It was about pissing someone else off. Which, but I just think, 
and I've seen this said person wind up this other said person by using me like you know just generally walking past and saying something so it looks like they're fucking talking to me when actually that's not the fucking situation if he was stood there any longer he'd have a baseball bat around wrapped around his head that's all I can say I'm just so dark like and it put me not that I'm not that I'm scared of this person because I'm not like to be fact walked past me the other day and literally I don't even acknowledge them. I don't... It's not even, like... You're not even shit on my shoe, mate. But if you dare to try to talk to me again, you'll fucking know about it. And I don't give a fuck who's there, who's watching or what. Because I'm just going to flip. And I just... But then I always... I'm not that person because... I don't believe, like, violence is the answer. I don't believe that... It's tit for tat and all this shit. Like... Yeah, like, if someone really fucks me over, like, per, like, when it comes to situations like this, yes, although the, I'm so used to these things happening to me because of what happened when I was a child, and then, you know, DV relationship, like, 15 grand's worth of fucking debt, the fucking, having that person, when I was in that relationship, having their mum say... My son has just raped you. Like, do you know what I mean? These things, like, being threatened to be killed or, like, threatening my brother and things because I wouldn't have sex with you. Mm, well, I'm in my family's home. Nah, I don't give a fuck. Like, things like this. And then just so many shit things. Like, that was violent. Like, even I said to Jules today, like, sometimes I just think a lot of the things that have happened to me have been manipulative, groomed. Like, I was groomed at the age of seven. Like, my, my, thought, pro my thought process was screwed with before I really learned how certain things work or how you're meant to see things or... You know, stuff like that. You're, you're a child, you're learning. I got screwed with before I learned certain things. And for the rest of my life, I, things are accepted or happen because the original thing. Because, and it's been like, with kindness. Which is weird because... But that's what a grooming is and the manipulative in, you know, a lot of situations around rape and abuse and that kind of stuff. It is very manipulative and, you know, makes you think that it's you or that kind of stuff. And I just think sometimes I just wish that it was like one thing that was just fucking beaten or like I've been beaten and you know it's no fun and it's it wasn't just a one-time thing but in a way that was one thing that I got over that relationship it took me I think four years for me to say I'm over I'm over him even though I I walked out or kicked him out because I couldn't take it anymore I got so scared that 
from his actions, I would react. And I got so, to be honest, I got scared that I would end up reacting and kill him. And I, and like, no, I was what, 18, 19, something like that. And that's, I got so scared. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore because who the fuck wants to be beaten and raped and people stopping you in the street asking if you're okay because you look so unwell. Like, at the time, I wasn't allowed a job, so I was had to go to the job centre and things. And, like, I had people to- stopping me in my town from the fucking job centre because I was, like, five and a half stone, like, not fucking eating. My money had to go on his fucking drug... Do you know what I mean? Like, and at the time... I did drugs too, like I was doing. I did that with him because, take the take like take the drugs. You ain't getting food, or like the food would be coming from my fucking some way getting me into debt, because it's been about you know he's bouncing my checkbook or whatever. Like back in the day when he had a checkbook, but that that I managed to get over, and I can see that I'm over it. Like, I am over it. Yeah, the thing sucked, but the bruise is healed. The, you know, obviously when his mum says, puts it black and white for you. Like, when when your people tell you these things, like, I was beaten for my birthday. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just, like, the things that, like, happen, it's just crazy. But I could get over that and it's like the other stuff that's fucked with my thought process and how I think and because what I learned at what like the age of seven, someone's gonna tell you they love you but they're grooming you and they're abusing you. So then you grow up thinking, is this what love is? Is this what people like what it means for people to care about you? And then you, you, it's very easy to fall into situations with similar types of personalities. And yeah, just going forward, it's like, how do you, if the clothes, you know, like said person from my childhood, it was my stepdad, took me on as his, and he basically, you know, the grooming was a fucking next level. Next, next level. And as a fucking little kid, you think, like, oh, my God. I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm special or I'm this, I'm this. And then it just fucks up. Like, you don't know what real love, real support and real caring and all these things are. Like, yeah, you do from, like, certain people in your life. But, like, when you don't, when you don't, I don't know, you just don't, it's just so difficult, so fucking difficult to understand. And then when people are nice to you, you can look at it in so many different ways, good and bad. And then it can always lead to, like, you know, someone being nice to you, you think they give a shit. Or you see little things, you think they give a shit. And then really, like, you're in a situation that you just wish you was never in. And oh, I'm just literally standing in my kitchen, like, 
just so much like my my head's gonna explode right now <laughs> because it's just throwing back loads and loads of stuff i'm obviously tired so i'm looking for a fucking cup that's what i'm looking for but do you know what, what I want right now is to like, I wish I was getting into bed and just had a cuddle, not even getting into bed, like maybe the sofa, I don't give a fuck, I just wish I had a cuddle, like, and just to feel safe, not that I feel unsafe, but just all this emotion in me right now, just to have someone hold you, or just be there, it's just... I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I think I need to sleep, I'm literally like, wiping my face every two seconds and there's just more black and black, I would not even like to see what my face looks like right now, oh but I'm definitely going to say panderish, <laughs> panderish, um, but, yeah, I'm, from, from tonight I'm definitely going to be practising my techniques and my coping strategies a lot more because I've definitely like even though I'm getting better in some areas I've definitely been like masking a lot and like because I try not to cry too much really because I don't know like here London is a city and you've got a lot of ego and you've got a lot of um, people that, I don't know, you've got to be some tough guy. I think it's just all bullshit, city road shit and fucking egos and all the bullshit in life. And I've come here, tried to find my fit, realising actually I don't fit because I'm I'm me. I don't fit in anywhere. I never have and I never will. Um, and that's fine, I'm okay with that all I need is a few good people in my life people that have my back and care about me like honestly like because I just don't understand I think this is where it gets so fucked because I don't understand how people can be so manipulative shady secretive cunts (laughs) Like, this said situation. One, if it happened, you're a scummy little fuckhead that, quite frankly, you don't deserve to breathe. And then the other side of it is if it didn't happen, you're a scummy little fuckhead that doesn't deserve to breathe because why would you go around saying that? Like, why would you tell other people when I'm not even aware of this situation? Like, you've not once spoke to me. I found out the situation because you're fucking arguing outside my house. I'm like, what's going on? Like, and even then, I don't even fucking know details or nothing. It's just, it's just madness. And then it brings me back to when I was moving to London and I got date raped. Like, I don't know, something, I think, it was called Tina, like, but from what I've not, like, now no i think that's like crystal meth or something i'm not a person that will fucking do crystal meth or anything like that like no i'm not 
not that way inclined at all. Um, but to know that it, that's what it was and like to know how I was the next the following day and I, I honestly I wish I let my friend ring the ambulance because and I should have been in hospital but I was so scared that one it's my fault because I internalize everything two I've got a child and if you have a child and you have anything go on that they take your kid away that's how I see it like you know, one, I was moving to London. I hadn't yet moved. This has happened. If anybody knew, like, my fam, I wouldn't have been able to move. They wouldn't have fucking let me leave. It was kind of bad enough in the sense of trying to get people to not allow it because I'm my own person. If I want to do something, I'll do it tough shit I'm not gonna you can tell me to your blue in the face not to but if that's in my my head I'm gonna do it tough shit that's me um but I I couldn't it wasn't like I was moving to because I just thought fuck everybody I physically could not live any longer that's how it was and that's how much of a struggle because I just couldn't I didn't want to continue as much as I loved the people in my life I just couldn't so my only option was I move and I change the narrative I change the situation I make things different I take these certain triggers or certain like things that like make me have flashbacks or put me right back there like faces and people I couldn't take it anymore and I couldn't be there and it fucking winds me up like when people are like I know like they don't necessarily mean it as such but like you know oh well you moved or you're gonna move back or like you know sometimes it's nice like my best friend will say it to me every day you moving back yet you moving back yet and I love that because it's like, I kind of wish that it shows me that she gives a shit. Do you know what I mean? It shows me that she cares about me. And that it's just really nice to know, like, you know, even though I'm not there, we speak every day. And, you know, I would love to be there with her. But I just can't. And I can't be somewhere for somebody else either. Like, not just for her, but, you know, my family and everything. Because there's many reasons that I should be in Cornwall. Because I want to see, like, my nephew grow up, my niece grow up. My nieces, like, my nieces are teenagers and I don't get to, you know, it's different because they're teenagers. They're starting to do their own thing and things like that. But, like, on one niece, I don't, I don't see at all. There's no communication. So that's really a hard but it's like I, w- I would love to be there for them. I would love to, you know, be the, be the auntie that you can come round to my house, like, good day, bad day, whatever day, you can come round. And I want to, like, see them growing up and be part of their life and be close with them. So it's not, it's literally not easy to leave them. 
to live here, to live here every day, knowing that I'm not, I'm not having any of that. Um, obviously, recently it's been a little more extra scary because I literally thought like I was gonna die of cancer, because when you have like biopsies and shit, you just think, you think the worst, and until you get these results, which I now have, and everything is okay, um, just more regular pap smears um to keep an eye on things sort of thing to yeah but that is that is sorted but not sorted but you know it's not cancer so <laughs> thank fuck um but just having that it just makes you it made me rethink everything because it was just like what do i really want in life what do i want i want my son to be happy i want a family i want a happy relationship I want someone it's my ride or die that I'm there right like you know someone that you encourage each other you help each other you promote each other you support each other in every way like I don't I don't want none of the half-ass shit anymore I want to be happy I want to be loved I want to love somebody I want to know that you know that real feeling my fucking grand and granddad had, like, married for, like, 41 years. Well, no, it would be 41 years this year. But my granddad three years ago. So, it's obviously not. But that's the longest relationship, like, I've ever seen. And to be honest... Being a kid, you don't really see all of that. And, like, they lived in Canada for a bit. So, you know, there's really parts of stuff that you don't. Um, but then also... My brother. One of my brothers. One of my older brothers. He is just... Like, when I went back... I wanted to do a little separate podcast on this and just how I felt about going home. Um, but just on the aspect of relationships, you know, like, happy, like, I'm never, like, it's not my mum's fault, but, like, situations, wrong type of people, you know, she's never had, or she's, you know, not found that forever love, which... It's a shame, but my mum is a strong-ass independent woman, which is exactly where I get it from. Um, but my brother has... I think it's like... 17? 17 years, I think? Um, yeah, I think 17. It could be 18 or 19. But I think it's 17. And, it is, and I just find, like, they are just like the perfect couple like do you know what i mean they're not perfect but they love each other their home is you know it's a proper mom dad and their two kids you know the way the house works the dynamics of it and they met as teenagers and have been in love ever since you know and it was really funny because my brother actually said, I've lived with her longer than I've lived with anybody. And I'm like, what? 
and then it actually works out now with her age. It is, he's lived with her longer, so they've been living together for what, like 14 years, whereas he's never solidly lived with someone longer than that. Which then is just, it's just so much more special, isn't it? Because you think that's amazing. And like, given our history in our family and how things just are, right? Like, we've just not, we're not a very lucky family, you know? Um, and, you know, like this generic kind of, gen, um, what do they call it? You know, like, your family give you a legacy. Sometimes those legacies aren't, you know, when I, when I say legacy, people probably think, like, wealth or property or money. It's not, I'm not on about that stuff. I'm, I mean, in, like, when you're... When your family... When older members in your family, they've been through stuff because of their generation before them. Those kinds of things. Um... It's not, it's not necessarily a certain one person's fault or anything like that. Like, I would never... My life has not been the easiest. And, like, from a very, very young age. And, you know, things... Just shit's been real complicated and crappy, you know? But I would never say that's my mum's fault because it's not. Because... She's a, she's a certain way because of her parents and because of the shit that she's been through in her life. And that's, like, me. But then I feel, as a parent, I'm always constantly... Which my mum probably thinks, and, you know, every other parent that's <clears throat> dealing with anything, really, you think, oh, my God... Am I, you know, could I be doing better? Is this not good enough for my child? It, you know. Could I... Ugh, sorry, I'm getting tired, tired now. Could I be doing more? Could I... You know, you just always criticise yourself as a parent. And it's fucking hard. And now knowing as a parent going through all the shit that I go through whilst trying to be a parent, it's really fucking hard because you're trying to be strong. You're trying to be every single day, you know, positive, happy, teaching your child not to have these generational, like, kind of curse things. And... But at the same time, you're still going through your shit. You still feel like you don't even want to fucking face the day or... You think, oh, letting one more person in and they're just, I'm going to break. I'm not going to break because I'm strong as a fucking, it doesn't matter how low I get. Like, I can be at rock bottom on most days. I will pick myself up and flip that over. So, I, I don't know, figure, I just bounce back. That bounce back doesn't mean I've bounced from the shit to a completely new place without any shit. It just means for that moment, I've learned how to, I don't know, like take the funny side of things, make humor into it so it's not so depressing or 
whatever, like, jokes and comedy get get me through so much. And, like, I can... I'm the person... I will... I can fully rip myself down. I will rip myself down to make someone else laugh. Of course. Like, I don't care. But the thing with me is... I got a big mouth and I will say whatever. But I... I'm, I'm too honest. I'm too truthful. Like, you ask me something, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't care. Like, you know when people will be like, oh, I don't want to hurt somebody. So they'll necessarily, not, you know, they'll just deflect from the truth, hide the truth, avoid the truth, or things like this. I'm not one of those people. You ask me something, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell you what I think. Because... It's like, would you sit there with your mate whilst they've got shit on their face? Or shit in their teeth? And you're just going to let them carry on their day? Nah, if I've got something in my teeth, I expect you to fucking tell me. Like, yo, look at that. <laughs> you want, you got a bit of food there? Or, like, you got egg on your face? Like, what are you doing? And then... I just think... My mum's always taught me, like that she's very much a very very strong woman that does say i'm hungry um does say it very bluntly um she like my mum she will ride or die for you but you hurt her or you you cross her like no, you fucked. But her, she's got such a good heart. But because she's very vocal, like I am, you get seen as a bad person or untrustworthy or things like this. No. Because the, th- the funny thing is, most people will avoid the truth. They will avoid being honest. Because one thing, they'll know that it will ruin something... They don't want to feel the guilt. They don't want to admit it. Or they're actually in so much of a denial they don't even understand what they're doing anyway. But I'm not. I'm I'm one of those people, like, I would rather be hurt by the truth than be fed lies. Because if something... If you... Say you was... Say someone was... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like... If, if you, I don't know, like, if you, uh, I don't want to make it about a relationship as such, because it's not a relationship, it's just generally, like, if something is built on lies, essentially the whole thing's a lie. Because if it's built on that, then where's the truth from it? But if something's... I would just rather, just tell me as it is. If it hurts me, I I would rather hurt now and know the truth. And then I can deal with it, process it, get over it. Than thinking an illusion when it's all bullshit. Because essentially, then you're going to come to the end of it. Realise that it's all bullshit. And then you're going to overthink every single thing from that. Like, well, where did I go wrong? Where did... What was that? Or 
was it my fault or like was that a lie or was that a lie you start picking things apart and it's it's just not like just be real in it be real like lies and shade and like the funny thing is people are like, i don't lie or i'm not lying or technically they're not lying but they're just being so fucking um i say shady but like you know um indirect so being indirect you're not actually technically lying but you're still being deceptive and and also so i don't know this has turned into a major event but this is the thing and this is another thing that shock said tonight like all through because he was kind of telling his story through like a story through his like between the songs kind of thing and um it said about venting and venting is yeah it's venting and it's like for me I feel like oh god I'm moaning again or there's always something wrong or there's always an issue or that I'm upset or you know these things but it's not it's like if if I don't get these things out they're gonna be inside me and they're gonna be fucking with me and screwing my head up way more than what it is just dealing with something and just letting it out even if it's to yourself like for me most of my stuff is on my podcast like before I was like I was a bit more like in the sense of I was more positive whereas I know that a lot of my ones recent have been quite low in the sense of really understanding people around here and just being quite really shocked that how fucking shitty people really can be like I've met shitty people in my life but it's when when it's then people come across a certain way and I and you get a lot of it up here and people are just so full of bullshit that you just think how do you even do you literally get up and lie to your like you literally your life's a lie because you're lying to yourself if you're lying to yourself you've not being truthful to anybody, so, but, oh yeah, I don't know, but I'm not going into a rant of what I think about people here, because, again, it's, there's some good people, but, you know, there's some people that I've met, and even people that I would still say is, a, f- mm, a friend might be a very, like, I don't know if loose term is the right word, or, too generous so maybe we'll go back to acquaintances (laughs) because that's yeah they're just people that I know but even like even I thought oh that's cool I've got a friend in the sense of just someone's chat to whatever nothing like that well no because it's all I'm always fucking right even when like I thought, oh no, it's nothing like that. Boom. Or is it? Not not long after this shit starts, and I'm thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, that's someone now that I don't want to be that friendly with because they're gonna get the wrong impression. Which to to even think that when I've sat there talking about other situations, you know, like why would you think that? And then. In the process of that, 
who are you shitting on? And then that's just, like, another thing. Like, if people can do things to the closest people to them, what does that fucking say? What does it really fucking say? It doesn't... It doesn't say a lot for, like, what loyalty means or... Excuse me, I just burped then. Loyalty and... Like, like even this is what gets me. Even friendships, like people are supposed to be your people, and people are really quick to turn it around and shit on people if they get the chance, and to think that they get like opportunity to to then make it fit their their agenda and I'm like you're not meant to have an agenda you you didn't have an agenda you said you didn't have an agenda now all of a sudden you have an agenda and the fact that you're chucking other people is just beyond me because I just think wow and that that's what, like, you can see people talking to people up here and they're just, just lying, shady, go shitting on each other, literally shitting on each other. Not literally, but, yeah, literally. Um, and I just don't, I just don't want that life. I don't want my son to grow up thinking that's normal. Um... And that's not me. I don't want that life. I like, I'm a Taurus. I'm a creature of habit. I like my peace. I like my quiet. I just want to be happy, make people happy around me, have good conversations. Like even, even hard conversations or emotional conversations, they're not bad. Like I still want them. It's just having them with the right people. Like there's some people that you can endlessly talk to and you can talk about everything and anything and you're not judged, you're not, oh, God, she's a bit emotional, oh, God, she got some dramas, or, or you know, anything like that. It's, I don't know. <laughs> but I am going to go to bed now because it's late, it's very late. And I need these emotions to stop and... Yeah, I think, to be fair though, I had it really good in the sense of I've not had my meds for two nights, so this could potentially be some emotion from that, because normally I miss my meds for one night and I'm basically suicidal, like that's how low I go, Um, whereas right now I don't feel like that, but I've not had my meds, earlier I felt fine, like really, really good. Um, and I felt kind of proud that fucking hell, I've done two days without them and I'm not like trying to fucking, yeah, just not be in that place. So I feel good for that and to have some support with making that a lot easier, but now I feel like maybe I've come home 
and now it's kicked in that I've not had my tablets. I've obviously had a really good like evening, but it's had quite a lot of emotion in it. Like, but in a positive way, like not all emotion is bad because you've got to go through things, you've got to deal with things. And in that room tonight, there was so much love and so much emotion, like supportive emotion, positive emotion, you know, obviously the hard shit that people have been through, you can kind of tell, but not tell, if you know what I mean. There was just, yeah, just all of that. And then obviously with Jules, like having our like amazing time, just catching up and, you know, yeah, the emotion carried on and, you know, talking about the last two years and how things have been for both of us and what's been going on and things like that. So, yeah, I think it's just, and it's late, so I definitely need my sleep and I need, it's been very different, like my routine has been very different for the last few days. And, yeah, I don't know. I think now that I'm home, I'm sort of like, oh, my God, I'm not having my tablets. Like, and I'm a bit scared about going to bed. Because yesterday, oh, my God, <laughs> I had a nightmare. Like, couldn't have been more embarrassed if I tried. Um, but I, I fucking sleep talk. Like, I'm so glad I didn't, act, like, I don't think I actually, actually spoke words. Um... But, yeah, like, I very vividly remember it, but I couldn't... (laughs) I woke up, like, just, like, what? Like, yeah, wasn't... Wasn't quite with it because I could still... But then I was a bit scared to go back to sleep because I knew that it was going to happen. And I was a bit worried about, like, sleep-talking and reacting in my sleep. Because that's... It's just embarrassing sometimes and it's just, like... When you when you wake up so fucking freaked. And obviously I get, like, I have night terrors. Like, I've had nightmares for years. Like, it's all part of the PTSD. So I'm kind of used to it. But sometimes it catches you a bit off guard. Like, I didn't expect it. Right then, like, right then I, I didn't know. And then... I was just in a headspace where, like, I don't know, which <laughs> needs to be held a little bit, I think, but I just, yeah, give myself a minute, had a bit of water, <laughs> and just, yeah, carried on, Carry, carried on just like I do, but really, I was, like, just thinking, oh, my God, did I actually speak words? Rather than just, I don't know whether it was like a cry or like a, in my, in my dream, I think I was like, or nightmare, not dream, like crying and shouting. And I know that I was trying to look for my phone. Like I wasn't, it wasn't like I was at home in my nightmare, but I was somewhere else. It was like I went home. But this house in my nightmare wasn't my home, but it was meant to be my home. And then I remember trying to find my phone to message someone saying, can I come back? Can I come back? Because I can't. And then I just remember someone 
being there before I got to my phone. And I think that's just when I woke up because the person was standing there and then I was... I had, like, the in my thing and I was on the floor in my nightmare. And then I must have, like, cried out or something. And that's when I woke up. So it was a bit weird. Bit weird, bit embarrassing. But it's one of those things. And unfortunately, these things happen. And this is why part of my reason why I have meds that I literally live and die for because... Honestly, I've been told that I'd be on them for the rest of my life, and then moved to London, and everyone's like, "Well, the stupid shit school changed the fucking time, so like an hour earlier." Who starts school at ten to eight? Fuck off. And then, that's my problem because I'm on medication and I have no support. So when I'm not okay, I'm not feeling all right, or I've been up all night because I can't fucking sleep, or. I have night terrors and things. I don't have no one to fucking help me, so I had to reduce my tablets. I literally completely got cut off there. I was watching my minutes, but then I got distracted for like a second. So I just want to say that I'm going to bed because I'm not feeling so great. I feel a little bit sick, feel a bit emotional. I'm very tired. So I'm going to go try to relax and shut down. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening and thank you for your support. And literally, as I said, check out Shocker, but don't be afraid to who you, to be who you are and to feel the things you do and the shit that you go through is you're allowed to feel certain ways because if you didn't, then you're not human. <laughs> like how, like that's, it's totally being a human to have feelings and Society's just shut us down for so long that we're not meant to have these feelings. We're not meant to have this, this and this. But we do and we are. And it's better to talk about them. And like Shock says, Ben, because you've got to get it out. Don't let it sit in because it will fester. It will, you know, turn into sank out or get bigger. And that's the shit you don't want, you know? So be strong be positive, be gentle with yourself and talk to the people in your life that, again, that you can trust, that are there for you and care about you because even if it is just talking, it's getting it out of your head, it's getting it out of your mind and it is much, much healthier for you and it, it does help you heal. So this is me saying good night. And I love you and I shall be speaking to you guys very, very soon because I'm going to be so much more on it with my stuff now, with my podcasting and that because this is me, this is my passion and this is my truth. So yeah, I'm going to love you and leave you and I shall speak to you soon. Love you, bye.